Good morning. Did you see what she did? Did you hear what he said? Somehow it is easier for us to see hundreds of faults in other people while we are often incapable of seeing any faults in what we say or do. This is why Jesus used parables to teach. Most parables focus on the actions of others in order to help us look at our own actions more objectively. A parable helps us first look at a particular action of either a person or a group of people, then it invites us to make some sort of judgment about who is right and who is wrong in this scenario. The third and most important aspect of a parable is to challenge us to move from being harsh critics of others to be more serious about critiquing our own actions. We do this so we can change a pattern of behavior in us that prior to listening to a parable we thought was a negative and undesirable quality only in others. Ultimately, a parable helps us to move beyond noticing the faults of others to noticing those same, if not bigger faults, in us. Hopefully, when we do this, we are then able to commit ourselves to make the necessary corrections in our life. Last week's parable was about a landowner who planted a vineyard and leased it to tenants who refused to give the tenant any fruit when the time came to pay the landowner. After numerous efforts to get his fruit, the landowner sends his son to collect the payment. Jesus uses this parable to remind his listeners that some people have rejected the numerous messages of the prophets and they have even rejected the message that Jesus, the Son, came to bring. Today's parable directly follows last week's. Last week's parable was from Matthew 21, verses 33 to 42. And the parable we read today is from Matthew 22, verses 2 to 14. Today's parable uses a similar pattern. But instead of a vineyard, today Jesus teaches with a parable by using the analogy of a marriage feast. A wedding feast is supposed to, to conjure up emotions of anticipation, joy, happiness, and of course, excitement. However, this wedding feast contains some unexpected elements. People usually look forward to a marriage banquet, but those who were invited in today's par parable, unfortunately, did not respond. The second time the king sent servants to remind those who were invited to come, their response was even worse than the first time. Quote, they made light of it and went off, one, on it, one to his farm, another to his business, while the rest seized his servants treated them shamefully, and killed them. So, how do you feel when you, hear, when you heard this? Stop for a second and think of the feelings that you have and your emotions while you, while you heard these words. We should be shocked 
by this response. Of course, all of us would say that those who were invited are terrible people. They are ungrateful, and they do not deserve to be invited. The more disappointment we feel, the better, because the purpose of a parable is to create in us very strong emotions. Do we agree with how the king felt and what he did? The king said to his servants, the wedding is ready, but those invited were not worthy. Go therefore to the thoroughfares and invite to the marriage feast as many as you find. And those servants went out into the streets and gathered all whom they found, both bad and good. So the wedding hall was filled with guests. Now comes the important part for all of us. What if we realize the king is not just any king? What if we realize it's not only about a king who lived in some other country, in some other place, at some other time, but the parable of the king represents God. The parable is not just a story of a wedding feast. It reminds us that God invites us to his banquet, which is more joyful, more of a celebration than any wedding banquet we have ever been invited to throughout our whole life. Perhaps the ungrateful ones are not other people. What if the ungrateful ones are us? Therefore, we are just as bad, if not worse at times, than those who were invited to the wedding feast, because we too don't respond very enthusiastically to a wonderful invitation. God has indeed invited us to a celebration that is bigger than any banquet that has ever taken place. First, God has invited us to the celebration of life. God wants us to truly enjoy all the physical, financial, intellectual, and the multitude of other blessings that he has so abundantly given us. Everything we see and everything we have is a wonderful gift from God that he offers us in this beautiful daily banquet of life. Second, and even more importantly, God wants us to develop and celebrate the spiritual gifts that he has given us. We show our love for what God gives us by learning and growing in our faith. The most important banquet God gives us is the Divine Liturgy, where we celebrate all the wonderful spiritual blessings we have received from the creation of the world, to the sacrifice of Jesus, to the daily blessings that we receive because of our faith. During the Divine Liturgy, we do not receive earthly bread, we receive Jesus himself. During the Divine Liturgy, we do not enter into the temple of God, the temple of the Holy Spirit. We become the temple of God, the temple of the Holy Spirit. That is why after communion we sing, we have seen the true light. We have received the heavenly spirit. 
We have found the true faith, worshipping the undivided Trinity who has saved us. What is our response to God's invitation and to God's gifts? You who are here today have responded, and as a result, there is a special spiritual gift that God wants to give you today. Look for it, develop it, and rejoice in it. Spend some time at home, in quiet and silence, reflecting on the gifts that God has given you, and in what way God is directing you to respond to those gifts for your good, for the good of your family, and for the good of those around you. In today's parable, those who were invited to the king's feast were busy with their farms and with their businesses. Well, does that sound familiar? Many people avoid church. They don't have time to pray, and they're too busy to read something spiritual. They're busy doing so many other things. We are sometimes too busy for God, and too busy to even look at the abundance that God gives us every single day. The blessing of our abundance has become, for so many, the source of their worries and their concerns. These sometimes fill us with so much busyness, they fill our time with activity, they fill our time with worries, taking care of the things that we have, that we fail to, to look at them as blessings. Rather than having them as a source of blessing, our abundance has become a burden. Through this grammatic parable, Jesus invites us to look at the actions of those who rejected the invitation of the king, and he invites us to notice how ungrateful they are the parable is meant to get us excited, to get us to feel our emotions, to get us to see these actions as something that are wrong. But then the parable doesn't stop there. It reminds us to look at ourselves. Because even if they had accepted the invitation of the king, they would have been full the day after the banquet. They would have been hungry not too long after they stuffed their mouth and their stomachs. However, the banquet that Jesus invites us to, which consists of celebrating every single minute of every single day, all the blessings we receive, and the privilege of being free in a wonderful country to attend the Divine Liturgy, to attend our prayers, to worship freely, we have this blessing, and this is a blessing we need to be grateful of. This blessing sums up all the blessings that Jesus has given us that truly satisfy us because the spiritual food we eat today will continue to nourish us throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout our life, and the spiritual nourishment prepares us for eternity. Those who were invited to the marriage feast of the king missed out on a wonderful dinner. The king said to his servants, the wedding is ready, but those invited we're not worthy. How worthy are we? Hopefully this parable helps us not to miss out on this spiritual blessing, this spiritual banquet that God the King is lavishing upon us every day. 
How unfortunate that we too often say, did you see what she did? Or did you hear what he said? A parable first uses these same questions, but invites us to shift our attention from the faults of others to our own. From, did you see what he said and did? To, are we seeing what we are saying and doing? Are we hearing what we are saying? From you to me. From they to an introspection that challenges us to not only look around us for the faults of others, but to look inside us for how we can improve ourselves. How do we shift from an over-awareness of others to an honest awareness of ourselves? Prayer. Nothing short of prayer. Prayer helps us to be alert that the spiritual feast our Lord offers us is more important than a dinner that is abundant for a few minutes and then is over at the end of the night. Prayer and our daily relationship with God makes us aware of the abundant life God gives us every single day. And even more important, the abundant life God invites us to start preparing for here in order to continue to rejoice in, in His presence for all eternity.